everybody. Welcome back to Talking Nerds. We are doing a House of the Dragon review episode. Uh, this is for episodes one through th- eight of House of the Dragon. Uh, so we will be doing this one and then we will do another one for the last two episodes. So it'll be a big finale episode. I'm Nate. I'm here with Nick and we are drinking tonight. Hey. I am having a immediate future hazy pale ale with Creo Mosaic Hops from Pipeworks Brewing Company. So that's nice. pretty good. Pipeworks is pretty good. I've had some other stuff. I think I've had something of theirs. I think they have uh, Trader Joe's that sells a lot of their stuff. Okay. They got some good deals. You can get like a, a case of like six different beers, like a pick, pick your own six kind of deal. Okay. Pretty good. I am drinking a uh, Deadly Brewing Company. Uh, this is pretty bottom of the barrel. Grapefruit IPA. <laughs> nice. Grapefruit IPA. So is that is that like the blood orange kind of IPA? Uh, I don't know what it looks like. It's in the bottle, but okay. it's uh, it's like a pink. I don't know. It's a pinkish label. Have but... you ever had the one where it's like Abraham Lincoln on the can? I can't remember what the brand is. Like Twenty First uh, yes. Amendment Brewery or something. Yeah, like yeah. Like brew free or die. Yeah, brew says. free or die. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I got a I got a a beer glass with that on it. Okay. Yeah, that one's pretty good, and that's like a grapefruit type beer. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, it's not too bad. Alrighty. Ooh, that is interesting. That tastes very citrusy. <laughs> so we uh we're gonna get into it. Um, what are your initial thoughts altogether on the show? Well, I'll be honest, I, I wasn't really planning on watching it at first, uh, just because of the disappointment that Game <laughs> of Thrones was at the end. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really care for it too much, but I, I did start watching it and I will, I, I do think it's slower in general. It feels slower in general than Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's definitely more of a political show than a action show. Um, and we'll kind of get into it later, but I think it's going to change next episode. <laughs> okay. Yes. After, yeah, that, yeah. that preview looks very intense. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, this last episode, which was funny because they, the episode eight was rated one of the top three episodes of Game of Thrones. Right. Um, and it also was apparently the longest Game of Thrones episode. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it was an unexpected like I was expecting something different. I did really enjoy that last episode, mm-hmm. but the acting in the show is phenomenal. I think that's really what made it so good. Um, and really interesting too. like the actor who plays Viserys, Patty. Uh, I don't know it, yeah, Considine. not really a great actor in general, but surprisingly yeah. very, very good in the show. Um, yeah. And- in the last few episodes, he's just had to act like a senile old man. Well, I think, I don't know. I don't even know if he's really, it's like he's all he wants is for his family to get along. Yeah. And so I actually think it, he's pretty admirable because, I mean, he was like a corpse, a walking corpse in this last episode mm-hmm. and still like managed to 
go down. I mean, we'll get into it later, but that scene was incredible. That was an amazing scene. Um, you mean in the in the throne room? In the throne room, yeah. So we'll get into that yeah. later. But oh my gosh, I had like chills in that scene. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, were you the one that posted that meme uh, with the the picture of Viserys in the last episode, looking like the guy from Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost? Yes, <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was pretty true. Funny. Man, yeah, it, I was just like amazed. Like he was, I thought he was gonna die episodes ago. <laughs> like he was still alive, like three episodes longer, yeah. and that's the thing. Like. I think it was his will to live kept go- kept him going because he just he wanted to make sure that his family would get along before he died and he thought they did but yeah then he messed it up at the end yeah I mean I don't even blame him for that I think Allison's just a she's yeah she can't help herself right and I can't even I don't I don't really have a good grasp on her because it seems like she's not a terrible person, but she does really, she does things to help herself and her family, obviously, but like, she's very hypocritical because the whole reason that she doesn't want, it all started because she couldn't trust Rhaenyra because she thought that Rhaenyra and, you know, she, she thought she knew Rhaenyra was lying to her. And but then again, she wed her own children. So like the fact that her that Rhaenyra and Damon hooked up really is pretty hypocritical for her to judge her about that when he literally wed her own children. Yeah. Of all the weird ancestral relationships, I think that's the weirdest. That is the weirdest. And it's just like pettiness. It it makes no sense. Like it's it's really just auto. speaking words into her ear like peter baelish Um, yeah 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 i was gonna maybe compare him to well i guess cersei and and someone like tommen or or what's his name joffrey Joffrey. but yeah it's it's more like it's probably more like peter baelish yeah i actually would say peter baelish is very similar to laris strong um Uh, different in that laris you have no idea what his ambitions are or what his motives are like he just is a conniving guy like i don't understand his like why what his motivation is like he had his own father and brother killed yeah why he's he's not broken up about it at all right but like i don't get what is in it for him so i'm curious to see if he what his role is at the end but um sure yeah, overall, I really love it. It's it's. I thought it would be just okay, so I was yeah. surpre- pleasantly surprised by how it's uh, it's been going. So they just need to land the ship now. Yes. Yeah. Is it going to be a ten episode season or what is? Yeah, it's ten episodes, and okay. I think as of now, there's supposed to be three seasons. Okay. So. Yeah, because they are moving through through pretty fast i guess they have 200 oh, yeah. years to cover but and that's something i i'm like laughing about because game of thrones or this this season is going moving so quickly but they do it so well that you don't feel like it's even being rushed and the character development is so good that you are attached to these characters that you've only known for an hour whereas like rings of power just repeats the same episode over and over and over again and it all sucks <laughs> 
yeah it's incredible i think the only transition that threw me off a little bit was when they totally switched actors for rhaenyra and yeah uh, allison um right but that wasn't i guess wasn't too bad it it was a little odd because they already had like several kids yeah but yeah um Man, the the kid who plays Amond, the adult Amond, is Ooh. phenomenal. Yeah, he's freaky. He uses that one eyeball so freaking well, <laughs> like just stares into your soul. And his chin, and his like, his oh my lip. gosh, his grin. Yeah, like just the, everything. The way he curses them. Oh my gosh, he's like the perfect villain. And and in that last moment, in the last episode, where him and and Damon just looked at each other. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> things are going to go down between those two. They're going to be like, it's like Damon's finally seeing his, his match, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. It is interesting. Kind of the switch in Damon. Like he's still, he's still kind of that. He's got that evil streak, but he's yeah. definitely changed significantly and kind of flipped. Well, I, I think, I don't know. I think, and we'll kind of get into it as we go through all the episodes, but He started, I think all he really ever wanted was, I think he wanted to show that he was worthy of his brother's um, admiration. And I think, I mean, realistically, he, he really only wanted Rhaenyra. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and that's what he got. He's happy now. He's got what he's wanted. And I think he did, he, he, his pride got in the way a lot, but I think he always loved his brother and cared about his brother it's just more it was more of a friendly competition um because in this last episode even he like he loves his brother and it's so clear but like as soon as he sees him like rhaenyra is like all you know delicate with him but damon goes right to business about the stepsons stepstones yeah and you can see like it hurts him to see his brother looking so like undignified you know sure um <laughs> yeah yeah and i think he also he also sees the the tension and the uh uh vulnerability of their family right now because of the high tower yeah. and so he right putting aside that pride like you were saying to kind of for the family right so yeah let's get into the episodes now um before we get too much into episode eight, uh, again, yeah, this is uh, obviously we've already gotten into spoilers. So, um, spoiler alert if you haven't watched any House of Dragon. Um, but yeah, uh, we're just going to start with episode one, um, Heirs of the Dragon. Um, phenomenal episode. Uh, I'll just read kind of the synopsis here. So, uh, with both sons dead, Old King Jaharis Targaryen, the first Targaryen. Convenes a great council to choose an heir. Uh, the Westerosi lords select Jaharis's eldest grandson, Prince Viserys, over his eldest grandchild, Princess Renice. Re- uh, um, yeah, I that was. Uh, I, I think that's an interesting dynamic too. Um, Renice uh, never. I, I it's a, she's hard to read because um, it seems like she never really wanted the throne, but there's also some part of her um, that kind of is 
gr- has a grudge. She kind of has a grudge about it. Um, but at the same time, um, she does. She, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to read her again. I, I don't really know what her motivation is um, initially in the show. Um, uh but we'll get into that a little bit here later. Um, so nine years into his reign, King Viserys organizes a tournament to celebrate Queen Ama Aaron's pregnancy. Um, Aaron, so she is from the Vale. Or no, Aaron, damn it, Aaron's pregnancy. Okay, no, actually just kidding. Because um, she's a Targaryen. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Um, confident she is carrying his long-awaited male heir. So, yeah, right off the bat, um, Viserys is king. He has one child. It's Rhaenyra. And, um, again, R- even though Princess Renice was the eldest grandchild, it was custom that the male heir always becomes the male first male born is the heir to the throne so um Rhaenyra can't become queen of the seven kingdoms and Viserys is really hoping (laughs) that he has a son um and uh you know everything's about family and legacy he loves his family he loves his wife and um I think that's super apparent throughout the entire show what his motivations are as a character. But I think he gets a lot of flack for kind of being seeming like he's weak, but I think he's actually very confident. He's a very wise king because he takes counsel from other from uh his associates and um his counsel, you know, um small counsel. So I actually think he's a really good king. Um yeah, I mean, I think I think we see it when you know when he when he decided to kill his wife, which is a horrible thing mm-hmm. in and of itself. But uh, I mean, if you're gonna call him, you can't really call him weak after doing that because he's willing to do that to have a son or right. to, to to make sure that the baby is born. Horrible right. thing, but yeah, can't really call him weak. Um. So, okay. So the small council disregards master of ships, Lord Corliss Valerians, warning that the triarchy and alliance of Essos's free cities uh, threatens to cripple West- Westerosi shipping lanes. Um, the hand of the king, Sir Otto Hightower, criticizes Viserys' brother and heir, Prince Damon, for his brutality as a city watch commander. Which, by the way, is interesting Damon still has that army Hmm. Um, because they were loyal to him. He picked out that army himself. That's true. So coming up in this fight later in the finale, two episodes, he has an entire um, Kingsguard type uh, army with him. So kind of like the unsullied. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, I think Team Black is for sure going to win. Over Team Green. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. Um, and we'll kind of get into uh, some of the uh, spoilers that Game of Thrones actually already had about Rhaenyra. 
Um, so yeah, so at the tournament, Sir Kristen Cole, a common born knight, out competes Damon while Ama dies in childbirth. Her newborn son, Balon, dies shortly after. Viserys refuses the council's pleas to appoint a new heir until Sir Otto reveals that Damon mockingly styled Balin as the heir for a day. Outraged, Viserys banishes Damon from King's Landing and appoints his only living child, Princess Rhaenyra, heir to the Iron Throne, revealing to her Aegon the Conqueror's dream that inspired him to unite unified Westeros. And of course, we know what that dream is. It's the Song of Ice and Fire that talks about the prince that was promised or Azura High, as they call it, um, which ultimately we know is was supposed to be Jon Snow because uh, yeah. it, it was the person who would unite Westeros against the common foe in the north, which was the White Walkers. And um, they botched that. Um, yeah. As the most different disappointing plot line of the entire show that was the whole point of the show (laughs) and yeah they got lost for sure from that um but yeah so that was the first episode uh that's interesting yeah sir chris cole his fight with damon you know it it kind of just happened and then you didn't i didn't think about it at all Mm -hmm. after it happened but you know now sir Kristen cole is on Allison's side. Yeah. Which I guess in this latest episode, we don't really know what he's doing. Yeah. But, I mean, we saw him with Amond fighting. Yeah. Which, oh yeah. my gosh. That was a cool scene. Yeah. Um, so maybe, I don't know. Maybe there'll be another duel between Cole and, and Damon too. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know what they're doing with Chris. His, his role was kind of served already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny too. Him and Damon have not aged at all. Yeah, I don't know. Which is really interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do with him. Um, but yeah, Damon is definitely he definitely does mature. You're right, he does mature. But um. I don't know. I feel like part of it again is I think initially he was expecting to be the heir, right? So there was yeah. a hint of jealousy there, but I think once he realized that Rhaenyra would be the heir, um, I think he gave up on that and like his love for Rhaenyra like made, I mean, that's gross to think about. <laughs> But his love for Rhaenyra kind of took him, got him off of that mindset of like, he yeah. just, uh, he's such a, a, a carefree person that like, I think he can just change his mind so quickly. He wants what he wants. He always gets what he gets and he's, he just likes fighting. So, yeah. and that's what adds, um, that's what adds to his character. Cause I expected him to just be, you know, the quintessential. 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 Yeah. Quintessential. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Uh, Like antagonist, you know, he's right. He's he's going to be the thorn in their side the entire show. I know. But like, I think the funniest part was like, we did think he was the villain. 
but he was such a likable villain. Like it, like you didn't even care. I saw this meme. It was like, I'm so excited to see what crime uh, Damon commits tonight and how I'm going to support him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's easy. Yeah. This family's so messed up, but yeah. 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 He's definitely my favorite character in the show. Matt Smith yep. is an amazing actor. Yeah. Just wait till you see him in Doctor Who. He's oh, the best I'm, actor. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the first episode. Um, it's it set up the entire course of the show a lot happened <laughs> again more happened in this first episode than probably the first three or four episodes of rings of power <laughs> it's insane um and i think part of it was like they realized how awful game of thrones ended that they were like we cannot screw this up um yeah and they have done so great. Um, yeah, so that's the first episode. Um, second episode, The Rogue Prince. Um, so this is about Damon. So um, six months after Rhaenyra is named the heir, Damon has illegally occupied Dragonstone, um, supported by his loyal city watch guards, which still are there. Um, I think it's funny. It, it's like he's... He just wants attention. <laughs> he does whatever he can to get attention. And um, yeah, he figures, okay, if I can't have King's Landing, I should, I should have the, I have the right to take Dragonstone as it's my rightful. Um, it's my right. Yeah. As, sure. as the uh, second born Targaryen to the King. Um which I'm, yeah, I wonder, like, is it illegal? Because shouldn't he have Dragonstone? Uh, well, Rhaenyra is saying that it was hers. Okay. Because she she made the comment. She was like, "You're you're in my, you're in my castle or something like that." Gotcha. When, they, when she came in to to defuse the situation with him and yeah, what's his name? I loved that in the last episode that panning shot of dragonstone where they just show the volcano in the back mm. oh my gosh yeah. that was so cool we haven't seen we really i hadn't seen much of dragonstone other than the front and the bridge yeah. um that was really cool seeing the the volcano yeah. back there kind of gets an idea of like where all the dragon eggs came from and um yeah so do they all come from there or i don't know um it seems like it i think I, I don't know if I guess the dragons lay them in a volcano. Maybe. Um, I'm confused on that. Um, but nonetheless, it was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So yeah, Damon illegally occupied Dragonstone uh, when Prince Admiral Cragus Drar, I don't even know how to say that, known as the Crab Feeder, um what the a, guy that the... butchers later um menaces the stepstones uh at the essos triarchy's behest Rhaenyra suggests showing force um the small council they're really, is they're really into the uh phantom of the opera theme here with the oh i know <laughs> that's what i was thinking too actually um man that was very gross 
in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Not as other stuff, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's body horror. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, okay. Um, small council dismisses and instead rele- relegates Renero to appointing a new Kingsguard knight. Ignoring others' advice, she chooses Sir Kristen, something that will bite her <laughs> later on. Uh, the only knight with I actual him, <laughs> yeah, is uh, the only knight with actual battle experience. Kind of like Jon Snow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, skill wise. Sir Otto sends his teenage daughter, Lady Alicent to privately counsel the grieving king. We already see here, Otto is already being a conniving uh, hand, Game of Thrones fashion, already yeah. making his moves um, to get his heir as the, the king of Westeros. He knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting. At first, I kind of thought, okay, maybe Allison isn't, maybe Allison actually likes the king. But really, she's all about duty. Um, I don't think she necessarily did like romantically like the king. And I think that that's kind of what upset her so much about Rhaenyra is that she's so used to this world of rules and um, Rhaenyra just disregards uh, all the rules. Um, Yeah. Flat, flat out lies all the time. Right, which for a princess is even worse. Um, so, yeah. So she she goes to greet the king. She advises that Viserys and Rhaenyra should discuss his kingly duty to remarry, um, which I don't think she came up with on her own. <laughs> uh, Lord Corlys and his wife, Princess Renice, propose that Viserys unite their Valarian houses. So their Valerian houses. Um, and by marrying their 12-year-old daughter, Lena, to the king. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, honestly, looking back, is not the weirdest thing that <laughs> came out of this show. Um, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, meanwhile, the small council learns that Damon, proclaiming himself the true heir, Still, still upset about it. Um, still a dragon egg, and inst- intends to marry his mistress Mazaria as a secondary spouse because he's also married to uh, what's her face, something Aaron from the Vale. Yeah, yeah I forget. That was a phenomenal oh. scene, which we'll get to later. Uh, didn't even need to speak one word, and he controlled that scene. <laughs> Insane. That's true. He didn't say anything. Um. Okay, so Sir Otto and a small detachment sail to Dragonstone or retrieve the egg. Again, Otto is trying to. He's always trying to have a hand in everything. Um, he believes this is his. This is what he should do. Um, Rhaenyra follows on her dragon, Cyrax, and forces Damon to renounce his false claims and give her the egg, which is, belongs to her brother. Um. And Viserys weds Lady Alicent, angering Lord Corlys, who approaches Damon to propose an alliance. Which is funny because originally I was like, "Oh no," <laughs> but like they're gonna be 
you know, like coming up with this bad, they're going to be scheming together, Damon and Corliss, but Corliss, yeah, they're both actually good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just when you think, you know, you have the characters figured out where they're going to land. Right. And, it, and it, it's, it still amazes me how well they did with these, these transitions, uh, these jump time jumps. Um, yeah. You can see how the characters change, um, become more mellow. Um, uh, and yeah. I actually really like Corliss. He's uh, and he's a great actor and just, yeah, he's a likable character actually still. Yeah. Um, despite being a hothead at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever happened, whatever happened to that egg that was Rhaenyra's brother's egg? Um, I assume... I assume she gave it to her son, her firstborn son. Jace. Okay. Jace. Jace sounds like a like a hip. Yeah. Doesn't She's got sound like a Tyrion. Got so many kids now. She's got now a sixth kid coming. Six. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing. Like, so she's got three bastards and three legitimate kids with her uncle but she can't she can't tell anybody now that they're bastards so she can't make her her trueborn sons to be you know in line before them even though by rights they should um because Mm -hmm. which i don't know i have no idea how this is going to end i i um i i have a feeling that her bastards are not going to be throned because of the fact that they don't carry the like um, dominant Targaryen genes. Sure. Yeah. And Daenerys is obviously blonde. Yeah. Yeah. We know it's got to be passed down somehow through the inbreeding. <laughs> yeah. It's through the yeah. inbreeding. So it's either going to be Allison's kids or Rhaenyra's kids Damon. with Damon. Yeah. Um, so it could be one of the two Aegons. <laughs> that is like the most popular name in Game of Thrones. I know. So many I feel like names. every woman's name starts with R H. Rhaenyra's yeah. Rhaenyra. Yeah, all the Targaryens at least. Renice. Reyna. Yeah. Helena. So yeah, that episode was it was pretty good. It was setting some things up with Damon. And Rhaenyra. Um, episode three, second of his name. Um, this was a fantastic episode. Is the the hunting one? Yes, maybe. This I this is the one that ends with with Damon being an, a badass with his Valerian Valerian steel sword. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So three year for three years. Okay, so this is the first time jump. Three years later, sorry, this is the second time jump because the first one was six months after the first episode. Now this is three years later. So bigger time jump. Uh, Stepstones confl- uh, conflict has escalated. Lord Corliss, Valarian, and Prince Damon now battle um, the crab feeder. And as pirates without the Iron Throne support, um, 
so yeah, so Damon is proving himself. I think he did that whole thing just to prove himself to Viserys, which sure, we'll get yeah. into at the end here. But so, meanwhile, King Viserys' plan is oh, yes, yep, this is the hunt. So he plans a great hunt to celebrate him and his pregnant uh, Queen Allison's son, Aegon's second birthday. Rhaenyra resents her father's excessive attention toward her half-brother Aegon. The ailing king insists that Rhaenyra, now 17, must marry to form a strong alliance and protect their lineage. Uh, among the suitors is Lord Jason Lannister of, Cas- of Casterly Rock, just like any other Lannister in this show. Um, you can immediately know you immediately know he's a Lannister. Yeah. Um, they all look like lions too. Like, I know. Like, like. Yeah. By the way, if did you have you noticed that every episode? I mean, obviously it increased a lot more towards the end, but Viserys's hair just gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Yeah. Like you can notice it pretty early on. Actually, you can start like, to see his scalp. At the end, it's just like just shave it off. It's I know gross. it's like Gollum. <laughs> like, why did you leave it on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gosh, okay. Can you imagine all the, yeah. all the makeup that went oh. into the, looking yeah. like that? Yeah. Ugh. That was. Unless he does method acting, he does. <laughs> I don't know. That might have been CGI. Yeah. That might have just been CGI. I'm not sure. That'd be yeah. pretty cool if that was practical, but. Um. Okay, so among them is Jason Lannister, a match Rhaenyra opposes, obviously. Uh, even two-year-old Prince Aegon is proposed uh, to marry Rhaenyra. Um, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, they both like... They both like, you know what? Having sex with anybody and everybody. Yeah, that's true. Um. Lord Lionel Strong recommends um, Lord Lionel Strong is on the small council. He recommends Sir Lanor, Lanor Valarian, Lord Corliss's son, to mend the rift between the two houses. Overcoming his previous doubts, Viserys assures Rhaenyra that she will remain his heir and to choose her consort. I mean, you got to give it to him. He is never to his dying breath back down on making her the heir. He stays true yeah. to his word. He's great, great character. Great king. I wonder, did he know that by Harwin Strong? Oh yeah, he did. I'm sure he did. Yes, because he yeah. he he has a fight with him and everything. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Honestly, he might be the best king that <laughs> in Westeros history. I mean, I don't know about I. I don't really know any of the other ones, but. For the ones I know, he's definitely been the best. Yeah. Um, among, okay. Overcoming his previous doubts, Viserys assures Renero she'll remain his heir. Meanwhile, brothers uh, Hobart and Otto Hightower secretly scheme to make Prince Aegon the successor. It's already happening. Furthering their family's power and prestige. 
after Surveymond Valarian, who is the younger brother of Corlys, pleads for the king's help, Viserys agrees to send aid to the Stepstones. Seeing his brother's support as ending his chance to prove himself, Damon acts as bait to ambush the Triarchy warriors, killing the crab feeder and winning the ensuing battle between the crown's forces. Right. This is a phenomenal scene. Another scene where Matt Smith is so good. He doesn't need, doesn't say a single word and just blows your mind. And I think it's funny too. He is the reason they use Ravens to send messages because he beat up the messenger. And I think they actually talk about that in game of Thrones with Jon Snow. Uh, and, uh, Maester Eamon tells Jon Snow that. Interesting. Yeah. So he is the reason <laughs> they send Ravens because he beat up the messenger. That's funny. Don't kill the messenger. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. So well yeah. done. And you were like, so like, okay, what is he doing? Like he's too prideful to go kill himself but like who knows maybe his pride is like i will not i will die before i will take my brother's help sure yeah like maybe i'll I'll try this like i don't know if i'm going to come out alive but i'm right pissed off right now but then just proceeds to slaughter all of them with the help of lanor on his dragon and lanor that was lanor yeah that was that was prince lanor or not Prince Lenor. Um, King Consort Lenor, we'll get to. Yeah. Um, and yeah, goes into the place where the crab feeder is and comes out with half of the crab feeder's body. <laughs> Just slices him down. Eamon is so good at slicing. <laughs> um, and of course, he has a Valerian steel sword, which will cut through anything. So um, but man, that was and it just covered in blood. Yeah, very gory, yeah. but just like, oh my gosh, such a good, such a good character. I yeah. and I thought what was really cool, actually, cinematography wise, the episode started with the crab feeder staring out of the cave that he was from, that he was in, mm-hmm. and it ended with Damon staring out of the cave with half with holding the crab feeder's body. Really cool imagery. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, I thought we would get a little more, a uh, little more s- screen time of the crab feeder. Yeah, um, he never said but, anything at all. Yeah, no. And I don't know if Matt Smith makes a better good guy or bad guy. I, I think bad guy, but I mean he's good in any role. I think yeah. he's played. Except, he's except Morbius. <laughs> except Morbius. Uh, again, I don't blame him was, though. Yeah, that was the movie, not him. <laughs> I think he's more than proved himself as an actor. And so, like, it, it just shows that it was not him. Yeah. It, it was just the script. But I, um, yeah, he's got that face, that smug face where, like, mm-hmm. he's a likable bad guy. You have no idea what he's thinking. <laughs> he's so good at, like, holding. He's a good poker, good poker face. Um, yeah. Where you never know what he's going to do. Yeah. I, that was, like, the moment I knew favorite character in the show so good um yeah so that was episode three episode four king of the narrow sea renera returns to king's landing prematurely ending an unsuccessful months-long tour to choose a consort damon 
Uh, Damon also returns after conquering most of the Stepstones and being named King of the Narrow Sea. Damon swears allegiance to Viserys and hands over his crown. Yeah, I thought this was a cool moment. Because um, up until this point, Damon's been against his brother. And I think he's finally moved on. And I think this is where he's like really developed his his love or affection for Renera, And he's just gave up on the idea of the throne. And um, yeah, that was a pretty cool moment where you have no idea again, what he's going to do. And he hands over his crown. And I think that was a kind of like a, a reoccurring thing where Damon kept surprising Viserys, but kept letting him down every single time in the end. And Viserys just didn't know what to do about Damon. He just, he felt like he couldn't trust him, but he, but again, he's all about family and he's always about giving Damon a second chance. Um, yeah. That dynamic probably, is really interesting. Yeah. He would probably give him a second chance, even if he literally stabbed him in the back. <laughs> right. And yeah, I think that's uh, I, I think that's a cool relationship that they have. Um, even though Damon's, an ass <laughs> the entire time a badass yeah he is a badass um so yeah but we all at the same time like we like it he does a surprising thing he gives over the crown which is surprising but you just know there's something there's something he's trying to get out of this mm-hmm. um he he, he his niece <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly he's he always is seeking something and he does whatever it takes to get it. Um, as the brothers, as the reunited brothers celebrate, Allison confides her loneliness to Renera, who misses their friendship. <laughs> and then Renera is, yeah, this is where it all goes downhill. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was that was rough. I just knew something bad was going to happen here. Um, that's a that's the best thing about Game of Thrones is that they set the mood so well that you just, you know, something is going to happen despite the fact that everything seems very normal. Like the reigns of Casimir with the, the red wedding. Sure. Like everything is just so perfectly set up that you can, you just know something's going to happen. It's just the tone. Uh, it's, it's hard to explain, but uh, it's so well done. So after dark, Damon and Rhaenyra sneak out to King's Landing, drinking, attending a body play, and visiting a brothel. Okay, so here's something that you might not have noticed. Um, So in Game of Thrones, this is a a huge spoiler for the end of the show, actually. Um, Joffrey, King Joffrey in in Season 4 of Game of Thrones is, is giving Lady Marjorie a tour of the cast of the red keep and he shows her the crypts and he says oh that's where Rhaenyra Targaryen is buried she was uh eaten alive by her brother Aegon's dragon really yeah so Game of Thrones actually spoils the ending no way for House of the Dragon and it was there this entire time huh. um so yeah so we know the outcome of Rhaenyra we don't know the outcome of who becomes king or even if Renera becomes queen but we know how she dies 
Wow. Um, based on on that. But here's yeah. the interesting thing. In this episode of House of the Dragon, as they're going through the um, flea bottom, there is a like old hag that says, do you want to know how you your own death to Rhaenyra? I don't know if you remember that. Would you I like do, to know yeah. how you die? And right as she says that, this blast of fire, it comes out from like somebody just blowing flames or something like that. So it was like a foreshadow of how she's going to die. Huh. From dragon yeah, fire. So uh, yeah, Aegon has the dragon sunfire, which is like the most uh, like famous dragon, I think, in Game of Thrones or something like that, or hot fire, hottest fire. I can't remember exactly, but interesting. Jeez, between that and then the one that Aemon has now, the, the biggest one. That's yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. so I thought that was kind of cool. Something you don't catch, um, but. <laughs> Yeah. Crazy. Um, so yeah, so they're down there. <laughs> and this is where it gets really weird. Um yeah, I've never been more disturbed by Game of Thrones <laughs> than in this episode. <laughs> um but although arguably I guess the first episode of Game of Thrones was pretty disturbing because that's where Jamie and Cersei are. Getting oh, on, and then they push Bran the Broken out the window. <laughs> that was pretty crazy oh, opening episode. Um, of all the people that choose to be king, yeah, I know. Oh, don't get me started. We're not talking <laughs> about that. Who's got a better story than Bran the Broken? <laughs> uh, yeah. I saw this meme. It was saying like uh, a long time ago, one of the Starks pledged allegiance to Aegon Targaryen bent the knee. And then at the end of Game of Thrones, Aegon Targaryen bends the knee to a Stark. So really interesting. Game of Thrones. He bends the knee to Bran. Yeah. Who is Aegon Targaryen? Jon Snow. Jon Snow is his real name is Aegon Targaryen. Oh. Yes. So yes. he bends the knee to. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <clears throat> Damon seduces a willing Rhaenyra. That's a very important word. Willing. Rhaenyra was totally into it. Which was probably the most disturbing part, actually. I think. Yeah, um, especially at her age. I guess. Well, I guess she was like eighteen, but still. Yeah, she was eighteen. Um, but unable to consummate their affair, he abandons her there. That's what I thought happened. I was pretty sure they didn't actually go through with it. Yeah. No. Um. So she wasn't actually lying about the fact that her and Damon did it, but she did lie about. Sir Kristen, obviously, still. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's like turned on now. She's like in a mood. <laughs> so she they return to the Red Keep. Renera entices Sir Kristen to have a sex. And I don't know if you noticed, he cared so much about the fact that all he had was his cloak, his King's Guard cloak, that like when she was like ripping his stuff off, he like 
carefully folded up his cape and set it on the chair. Like that was his dignity right there. <laughs> yeah. That he was laying away. Yeah. But he still like gently set it down, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, you can't really blame him for being pissed at her, but I don't yeah. know. I, I, here's the thing at first I get it and we'll get into this later when he, when he talks to her, but like she obviously had her duty. So it was pretty stupid of him to ask that. But again, then again, she gave a really crappy answer to his request. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a whore basically. Like I threw away everything just to be a whore. Like, yeah, that's a slap in the face for sure. So I understand his motivations, but 10 years later, you're still salty about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially because his position, like he still has a good position. Like, yes, thanks to Allison, but like he shouldn't, I don't know, unless, unless he would lose his position if he went against Allison. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. She's, yeah, she's again, she's hard to read. Um, because you don't really know how far she'll go, but it seems like that um, it gets narrower and narrower as the show goes on, what she's willing to do. Um, yeah. So, yes, they have sex. Informed by her spy, Sir Otto Hightower tells the king about Damon and Rhaenyra's uh, affairs. Um, Allison overhears them and privately questions Rhaenyra, who denies having sex with Damon. Technically, she's not lying. Um, mm-hmm. Viserys confronts Damon, who hung over and disheveled, seemingly confirms the accusations and proposes he wed Rhaenyra. Okay, so so many things are happening here, right? <laughs> so Otto is telling Viserys. Obviously, he doesn't isn't actually concerned about the dignity of Princess Rhaenyra. He is trying to get his grandson to be the heir to the throne. So he's trying to, uh, you know, ruin her reputation. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he's so good at it that he's trying to make it seem like I need to tell the king this. You know, this involves the king, the princess. So, yeah. So that's one thing. Then Rhaenyra is actually having is lying about having sex. So she's covering something up there. And then Damon lies also because they didn't actually have sex. <laughs> but Damon. <laughs> right. He uses it to get what he wants, which she just really wants to wed Rhaenyra. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of deceit going on here. Um. Yeah, and, and it's like it's weird because it's not like people are lying. They're lying about weird things, like or like they're not lying. It's not like okay, did you steal a cookie of the cookie jar? No, even though you did steal, that's one thing. Okay, I know I didn't steal a cookie, even though you did steal a cookie. There's that which is just like overtly lying about what happened, and then there's lying about no, I didn't steal a cookie, I didn't steal something, you didn't steal a cookie, you stole a piece of candy. That's what's happening here. <laughs> They're all lying yeah. about stuff that's like indirect, like indirectly lying about stuff, which is really interesting. 
and uh yeah and everything just kind of becomes gray and you're like ah, everybody's lying about something but it's like how does every lie affect right. everything here like if yeah i mean at, the, at 10 years later most of these lies probably wouldn't matter <laughs> well and that's interesting too is right now is kind of where it starts where Viserys is like, I'm putting up my blinders because I know, I know this is all legit. I know that Rhaenyra had sex with Damon, even though they didn't. But I'm gonna ignore it, just like he ignores the bastards. Yeah, later on, strong. Yeah, so this is kind of where it starts for him. This is this is the shifting episode, really, of the show. Um, this kind of this sets up everything else going in the season um yeah so yeah he proposes to wed Renero. obviously Viserys um says no he says Viserys claims Damon only wants the crown and exiles him to the veil of course the veil is where Damon's wife legitimate wife is um so he's got a wife he's got a whore and he's got a girlfriend <laughs> that, uh, his niece yeah. <laughs> that he's in love with right this is is Rhaenyra his his whore or his girlfriend <laughs> I, it's just i don't know i yeah it's it's all messed up um to avoid scandal and strengthen the throne Viserys orders Rhaenyra to marry Sir Lenor Valerian Valerian um and Viserys dismisses Sir Otto as his hand after Rhaenyra alleges or sorry yeah Rhaenyra alleges that Otto manipulated him for personal gain which is true but again it's another thing where Rhaenyra's like trying to shift the focus away from herself she's trying to get it away from the fact that she did have sex with somebody and say oh Otto's trying to use you right now she's very manipulative actually she's very good at she's very good at politics already yeah um so Grand Maester Malos gives Rhaenyra a precautionary tea at Viserys's request. So obviously Viserys knows that's that she had sex. So he's gonna give her birth control tea, because I guess that yeah. exists in this world. Um and that's episode four. Yeah, crazy freaking episode. Um that's all episode four. I thought the sex scene was the last part of that episode, but I guess not. No, I guess there's a lot more. After yeah, that. I mean, they, yeah, basically, it's the middle of the episode. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And of course, um, Sir Lenor is. Yeah, okay. So that's an episode five. So we'll get into episode five. So. Um, in the veil, Damon murders his wife, <laughs> Lady Re- Lady Rhea Royce. That's all it says. Yeah, that doesn't even sum up what this scene was. It, oh my gosh, it doesn't say a single word. We, I, I don't know if he was there to kill her or not. It didn't seem like he was because he was about to walk away. And like we, the, the it's really cool. Like I, I, this is why I love this show because it's it makes you argue or like debate things that are so small and like, it's like good things to debate about, like nerdy things to debate about, not, not stupid things like rings of power where 
the whole freaking Mount Doom thing. Like it, it's so this is what it it should be like arguing yeah. or, or debating about things like this. Like when the horse flips over and, and Rhea, Rhea, Rhea Royce falls off, you don't see what Damon's doing. So was he trying to grab the horse to stop it from falling or was he pushing the horse over? Hmm. Like it's, it's hard to tell what actually happens there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well done. And then of course he, when she's like, what are you going to do to me? He's like, oh, that was a bad thing to say to Damon, to Damon Targaryen of all people. And all he does is he smiles and he looks up like, is there a dragon in the sky? We don't know. Uh, Could be. And that's where she kind of realizes, oh, shoot, I should not have said that. And you can start to see the fear in her face. Like, uh, and the the fact that there was no dragon, well, like that we saw just makes it even better. It's so yeah. ambiguous. It's so good. And he doesn't need a dragon. He, right. he can takes care of business and so. Oh, and that's another thing. Was he actually walking away? Or was he just going to grab a stone? <laughs> She's like, you coward. And he's like, will you shut up? I'm just picking out a stone. <laughs> yeah. Kind of interesting. Both him and Rhaenyra had their husband wife killed. Even though what's his name didn't die. Right. <laughs> well, she didn't to. actually do. So we'll we'll talk about that. But I don't think she actually yeah. believes that he uh, he's alive. Oh, I don't think okay. she knows. All right. <clears throat> but um, yeah, <laughs> the again, amazing. Well done, Matt Smith. Well done. Yeah. Um, Rhaenyra and Sir Lenor Valerian, a betrothed. Um, understanding. Uh, so that was really interesting scene. So King Viserys, again, so good. He he's such an honorable person, King. That he doesn't care that he has to go to this to Driftmark to talk to them, even though they should come to him. He's the yeah. king. He's their king, and he doesn't care. He will just go. He, he has no pride. Total opposite of Damon. But Coralus is such an asshole to him. <laughs> like, they're so demeaning to the king of Westeros. And, and Viserys is like, it's fine. Now, part of it is Viserys is sick. And you can start to see it in this in this episode. Starts yeah. coughing and everything. His hair is thinning. Um, Sores. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was a really interesting scene. Like, Viserys does not care. Um, and he's like, and he makes it clear too. Um, Corliss is so bold as to ask if the children would be called Valarian or Targaryen. Like, what a bold thing to ask the king. Yeah, a Targaryen. And, Wait, a Targaryen. Dra- <laughs> and he said the best answer. He said, sure. Yeah, they could be Valarian unless they become king. Then they're Targaryen. Yeah. There will always be a Targaryen on the Iron Throne. That was a good answer. Yeah. Um, put him in his place in a very, uh, yeah, not a non-confrontational way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a peace at all costs. Right. Except if he has to 
defend his family. Right. But he's still got a very strong hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was really good. Um, <clears throat> understanding Lenor's homosexuality, Renera proposes fulfilling their duty to produce heirs, then take lovers. <laughs> that failed <laughs> epically. Um, Gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's gay, and we knew that wasn't going to work. But I actually really, I really like Lenor. I think he, despite the fact that he didn't, wasn't like affectionate towards her, he really cared about her still. And he did, he was very dignified and like still tried to be the best husband he could be to her, mm-hmm. despite the fact that of their, their agreement that they had. Um, yeah, I thought that was. I, I, yeah, he, he's a good character. Yeah, he had a he had a moment I think in one of the episodes. I don't know if this this or episode six where he I think was, it was episode of, six. Yeah. Okay, he was, he was kind of uh, disengaged. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, he was right. Yeah, he was loyal. One of my favorite characters too in the show. Um, <laughs> I just love the ending though. Is like I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll I'll be I'll be there for you. All right, you're gone now. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh okay, <laughs> that was short lived. Um, maybe I'm sure. Well, I don't know if we'll see him again, but yeah, but he definitely matured a lot pretty, um, pretty fast. Like in the beginning, though, he was he was not so mature. Um, Renair declines Sir Kristen's proposal that they elope to Essos and marry under new identities. Yeah, so this is kind of where. Her wish to continue their sexual liaison upsets Kristen and disgraced over breaking his chastity vows. Yeah. Um, on, I, I understand his side. Like he's like, okay, I've lost the one thing I had. Might as well go with the woman I love to another land and just get married. And she's like, screw that. I want to be queen. I'm going to be queen. But we can still have sex. <laughs> and he's like, uh, you want me to be your whore? Hell no. Yeah. yeah, that that'd be pretty upsetting. Yeah, he's desperate. He's lost everything. So. Yeah, yeah, that would stink. I, I, I understand him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty, said- pretty cringy. If it wasn't for the fact that she's like the main protagonist and you want to root for her, you kind of also don't. I don't, root I don't like Rhaenyra, if I'm being completely yeah, honest. She's... I love Damon, so I want her to win, but I honestly, I, she's just as bad as Allison in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. They're both terrible people. Yeah. They're both, they're both just trying to get what they want. Yeah. I love Damon and I love Amond. <laughs> Amond would be the only reason that I'd root for the green side. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we'll get to him. He looked like, oh my gosh, in three episodes, just insane. I know. And he came out of nowhere. Yeah. I never expected that. Twerp right. To- that was, that was insane. And, and that really shows the difference between him and Aegon. He deserves to be the firstborn. Aegon doesn't 
give a crap. He looks like the firstborn in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, in the last episode. And it's kind of interesting, too. I feel like Aegon is trying to prove a point. He's going to be so rebellious just to show that he doesn't want to be king. Hmm. That I wonder if they're actually going to go with Aemond in the end, if they want one of their... Oof. He'd be like another Aegon the Conqueror. <laughs> yeah. Like, insane. Yeah. That'd be an interesting twist. I could see him doing that. If, if they kind of follow the, the same genre of Game of Thrones, how they, you know, they kind yeah. of break the fans' hearts in a way. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So, okay. Yep. Before departing King's Landing, Sir Otto warns Queen Allison that Rhaenyra becoming queen makes Allison's children a threat to the crown. So this is kind of where, like, okay, Otto's being real with his daughter for once. He's putting her under the frying pan. She has never experienced this much pressure in her life. And she's really feeling it. She's breaking down. And this is kind of where, like, Otto's been a terrible father up to this point. And, and at this point, he's actually going to, he kind of shows, like, his love for her in the best way he can. <laughs> saying like oh, this is this i care about you and i'm telling you if renera is queen you're in trouble and mm-hmm. um yeah like what a way to go out and like he doesn't see her again for 10 years yeah. crazy yeah. um because he yeah he's no longer the hand of the king that was an awkward exchange yeah um just kind of uh, gently take yeah. the step. Let me take off. this up your hands. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, yeah, this um, Lord Strong becomes the hand of the king. Yes. That poor guy. Um, <laughs> okay, so Allison questions Chris, Chris, Sir Kristen about Rhaenyra and Damon, but misunderstanding. He confesses to being Rhaenyra's lover during Rhaenyra and Lenore's betrothal celebration. Oh, man. Okay. This episode was phenomenal, actually. This episode reminded me of the Red Wedding. Again, like I was talking about earlier, just building the tension slowly and slowly until it just breaks at the end. Yeah. Yeah. This was a great episode. Probably one of my favorite yeah. ones. This felt like somebody was going to die, even though I don't know. Well, somebody did. did die. Somebody did die. Um, Lenor's lover boy. Oh, yeah, got his face yes. beaten in like a pumpkin. That's right, and by Sir Kristen. Yeah, it's, like it's like the purple wedding, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Allison knows that Rhaenyra lied to her, but it was about the wrong guy during Rhaenyra and Lenor's betrothal celebration. Allison arrives late, has the nerve to interrupt Viserys's speech. Ooh. dressed what? in a green gown the signal color for house hightower's call to arms and she cannot let it go for 10 years she's still wearing green yeah and makes all her kids wear green too i'm like let it go lady <laughs> yeah green that... is also the color of envy yes true that's a good point yeah um that was pretty bold um again Viserys kind of didn't put her in her place in this in this episode very interesting or even question it um 
he likes he likes to ignore things though i think that's his yeah. one weakness that's actually kind of funny that he ends up you know losing half of his face like, <laughs> true he's like covering his eyes from and the queen there. is on the right side too yeah there you go yeah um yeah that was pretty insane this is kind of where allison becomes her her full character in the show she becomes an adult she has her place she knows what she wants to do um she's uh totally hates Rhaenyra now uh and of course laris strong a little conniving guy is like you know what that means right um yeah Damon unexpectedly arrives in, in Damon fashion, confronted by Lady Rhea's cousin, denies murdering her, and wants to inherit her lands. And the best part is, we don't even know if he killed her or not. <laughs> it's like maybe he was putting out her out of, out of her misery because her body was broken from the horse. That's true. Also, funny <laughs> in Rings of Power, they make it a point of. The horse is okay. Trust me. The horse is fine. They'll spend a minute, 30 seconds looking at a horse getting up. That's falling over. I was like, oh my gosh, we get it. This show, they're like, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah. That was that was pretty rough. I yeah, again, we don't really know did he what the happened? horse did he push the horse? I don't know. Yeah. Right. And so of course, I mean it kind of implies he did, because of course he's gonna inherit the lands like a boss. <laughs> so he inherits those lands. He has the guard he is married to the the queen to be yeah he's got it made right now um yeah so the so that was pretty funny and then of course Viserys is like oh man i know what you did but i like uh, damon what the heck man <laughs> he's just a, on, man. so disappointed in damon it's just like silence just silent yeah. just disappointed i'm just disappointed <laughs> Uh, Lanor's lover, Sir Joffrey Lonmouth, Loudmouth, Loudmouth, I should say, messes everything up. So Sir Christed is pissed. He's just fuming right now. He's so upset, and he's he's ready to beat the crap out of something. And of course, the lover comes in the way, surmises Kristen is Rhaenyra's paramour when Kristen believes Joffrey's threatening blackmail. He brutally kills him devastating Lenor and horrifying guests. Renera uh, and Lenor privately wed late that night. Viserys collapses at the end of the ceremony. Meanwhile, Allison intervenes as Kristen is about to commit suicide. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Ruins. Uh, everything is ruined in Game of Thrones. <laughs> everything good is ruined in the end. Yeah, pretty much. That's why, yeah, gosh, yeah, I don't know. We'll get to it. But all of Viserys' work just mm-hmm. <laughs> means no, it's nothing. He just wants peace. <laughs> Something needs to go right. Um, yeah, that was uh, probably, that might have been my favorite episode of the show. Maybe mm-hmm. my second favorite episode. Okay. I really liked episode seven a lot, um, which we'll get to. That was the funeral episode. That was really good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so well done. And eight was really good too. So they're all, they're all really yeah. good. Um, I think eight was my favorite so far. Yeah. 
All right, episode six, The Princess and the Queen, 10 years later. Again, another time jump here. Rhaenyra and Allison are adults. Alice or uh, Sir Kristen has not aged. <laughs> and Damon has also not aged. But uh, Viserys, man, he's aged. Gosh. He looks like Gollum now. Um, but still can kind of walk around. Um, 10 years later, Rhaenyra has given birth to three sons, Jacaris, Luceris, and newborn Joffrey. Uh, all lack all the Targaryen. Yeah, I know. Um, it's it's really funny because Joff, both Joffreys are bastards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. Um, we we should have an episode dedicated to which is worse, Joffrey or Ram, uh, Ramsey. <laughs> that would be a good discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all lack the Targaryen Valerian silver hair, but Viserys rejects Alicent's accusation that Lenor is not their father. Viserys putting on the blinders again. Um, Alicent tells Aegon he must prepare to one day fight Rhaenyra for the throne, but he's jerking off in a window. He's like, uh. <laughs> I love that. This is the first thing we see of adult Aegon is him. Masturbating in the same window that Tom and Baratheon jumps out of. Oh gosh, yeah. Hopefully, nobody was taking a morning stroll. Right. So, I mean, that just tells you right away what this character is all about. Um, Damon and his wife Lena Valerian, which actually they kind of glazed over in the last episode. Lena Valerian, Lenor's younger sister, and Damon kind of have a little, yeah, thingy. Which is very interesting because prior to that, Damon was like about to kiss Rhaenyra in front of everybody and be like, uh, yeah, that was really interesting. Actually, that was kind of like she's like, if you really want to if you really want me, take me away right now and take me to Dragonstone and make me your wife. Hmm. And he was about to do it before Kristen for Kristen just starts beating the crap out of pumpkin face. So yeah, that would have been interesting if that had not happened. I I wonder what would have happened next. And then I don't know if you noticed, but the strong what's his name? Strong, Aaron Aaron Strong. Uh, Harwin. Harwin Strong. Yeah, he picks her up. He's the one that picks her up, and she's like, "Yeah, that's when she knew <laughs> she was He's gonna like, have oh, a baby daddy." <laughs> strong. She is honestly such a slut she yeah. is like willing to be with any guy basically it's like oh man yeah but i think ultimately she was she had the hots for for Damon. Oh, yeah. well it's the, yeah both of them they both basically yeah. hoard around and... right it's the targaryen way they don't yeah. believe in any gods they do whatever they want but the, but they both had the same end goal kind of in right. mind yeah to be with each other yep I mean, they're going to be pretty strong as a oh, team. Yeah. So <laughs> pretty strong. <laughs> that was a great line. Oh my gosh. That was so good. Uh, yeah. That was amazing. Um, so yeah. So he marries Lena Valerian. She's a very likable character. I really liked her. Um, yeah. yeah. They're in Pentos visiting Pentos with their two daughters, Bela and Reyna. The prince offers them a lordship in exchange for an alliance against a resurgent triarchy. This is the crab eater people. 
uh, unable to give birth after an agazine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> uh, unable to give birth after an agonizing labor, Lena commands her dragon Vagar to incinerate her. Vagar is the biggest dragon in all of Game of Thrones. Actually, in in Westeros at the time, I actually think there are some bigger ones. Uh, Balerion the Dread, I think, was slightly bigger. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, she is like, I ain't gonna die for. Uh, I'm not, I ain't doing this. I'm going out my own way. Um, and she goes, Yeah, and again, you're like, was Damon gonna kill her? Like. I don't know. Yeah, it was a Viz- it was the same moment Viserys had at the very beginning of the show, and Damon was way more hesitant than Viserys, which is very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was thinking even even our, even our discussion about whether he was purposely going to kill his wife. Right now, now he has a chance to kill a second wife. <laughs> but I th- I think he did love her though. Yeah. I think he really because yeah. I think at this point he saw Rhaenyra as a lost cause, and so he moved on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and <laughs> so she dies, and he doesn't even comfort his daughters, which I think is very interesting. There is a deleted scene where he is hugging his daughters. Hmm. Um. After that, but they didn't put it in the scene of the show. I'm like, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, it's interesting. He he does seem like disconnected with them. Like you never really see him really interact with them very much yeah the only time is he's teaching one of them valerian hi hi valerian um uh so yeah so she dies sir Kristen now serving allison uh lady grudge or lady uh gossip and sir grudge (laughs) (laughs) yeah um goads sir harwin sir harwin strong into attacking him and this is where you really hate Kristen now. It's like, oh, you're an ass. Yeah. By uh, interf- inter- uh, inferring that Harwin fathered Rhaenyra's children. So he's a jerk to Rhaenyra's children. He's, of course, very, very um, nice to Allison's sons, favors them. To ease family strife, Rhaenyra proposes Jacaris, which is also Jace. They, they call him Jace for short. Mary Helena, which is Allison's daughter. Allison rejects. She's like, no, I'm marrying her to my son. Like a true Targaryen. Um, Al- uh, Viserys rejects Sir Lionel Strong's resignation as Hand of the King. Uh, so he's been Hand of the King for a while now, uh, for 10 years. Viserys permits Lionel to escort the disgraced Harwin to Harrenhal. Harwin bids Rhaenyra and her children an emotional farewell. But of course, her children don't know but they have a pretty good idea. Mom, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't look like you. <laughs> I look like him. Um, yeah. But of course she denies it. Why were you and Harwin wrestling last night? <laughs> the other night? <laughs> sounded like he was hurting you. Yeah. Um, Viserys rejects Sir Lionel. Okay, sorry, I said that already. Heron, uh, yep. Emotional farewell. Allison confides to Larry Strong, the um, clubfoot guy, um, <laughs> that she wishes her father, Sir Otto, was still the king's hand. She's like, oh, man. She's like, I'm not telling you to do this, but I'm telling you to do this. 
And she's like, what? So Laris then recruits three condemned criminals to start a fire at Harrenhal, killing Lionel and Harwin. Renera moves to her household, her household to Dragonstone, also bringing Lenor's lover, Sir Carl Corey. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is where we see Lenor is is being a, you know, he's messing around with a bunch of dudes, getting drunk, not really taking his father yeah. responsibly seriously. And it looks like, like, despite the fact that her, their children don't look like him, he also just isn't being a father to them. Um, yeah. And she's like, what the frick, man? Um, but yeah, um, Laris goes through with killing his own father and brother. And Allison's like, what did you do that for? I didn't tell you to do that. So you'll thank me later. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I have no idea his motivation here. He just likes trouble. (laughs) He can't get the crown. So it's not the crown. Right. So, yeah, it just—I don't, I don't know. know, but uh, significance, yeah. So that's episode six. Pretty good episode. Um, episode seven. This is my favorite episode. Driftmark. Uh, King Viserys, and okay, yeah. So to set it this up, uh, Damon's wife is dead, right? So this is a whole funeral episode. I just love this episode because the entire time it's so awkward. Nobody's seen each other in years. And it's, it's like, it's like a normal family get together. Everyone's like staring at each other across the room. There are clicks happening. Nobody wants to talk to each other. It is so well done. Oh my gosh. Everybody looks when a conversation is had. It's so quiet. Yeah. Uh, so King Viserys and his court attend Lady Lena's funeral in Driftmark. Rhaenyra and Damon reunite and are physically intimate. Uh, yeah. She sees him. He's acting all moody. I just love... Okay, so at the very beginning, there's the funeral, right? And Damon literally giggles <laughs> during the funeral. It's like, <laughs> What? Oh, why why are you laughing it's so funny it's like it's such a serious moment damon is still being damon though like i just thought that was a hilarious little thing that they did maybe it was just matt smith was laughing he couldn't help himself but like, well this makes sense for i'm so kid. happy they left it in there because it was so good um and um so yeah, that was hilarious. Um, of course, he also okay. So Renera and Damon reunite. Yes. Okay. So they're they're like, should we go talk to each other? I don't know. And then of course they they end up on a beach and then they have sex uh, for the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're like, we're adults. We can uh, let's just do it. And so that's what happens. Uh, Viserys fails to reconcile with Damon. I love this part. So Viserys is like, oh, man, I got to go talk to him. He's like, he doesn't want to. And, and the right thing would be for Damon to go talk to the king. Right. Mm-hmm. 
but Damon's like, nah, this is my wife's funeral. You're coming in. I'm grieving right now, even though he's not actually grieving. It was so funny. He's so, what's the word? Uh, stubborn, I guess. He's just sitting there waiting. And Viserys is like, ah. you just see it like, oh, I guess I should go talk to him. Yeah. So he finally breaks the ice. He goes, talks to him. And you can just see it in Damon's face. He's like, ugh, you are a sad sack. Like, a sad excuse for a king. Like, he feels, it looks like he's like, feels a little sorry for Viserys. Yeah. Viserys is, is already not doing good in this episode. He's he's not doing great. And Damon's just like, I almost feel bad for you right now. Almost. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that was a really funny exchange. Damon, yeah, he won't go up and talk to him. And then he's just like, Ugh, maybe I should be go easy on you. You're kind of frail. <laughs> so that yeah. was uh that was great, a great exchange. Um so while this is happening, Lenor is literally walking into the ocean. <laughs> he is distressed. His sister died, obviously. Mm-hmm. But of course, they're like, you gotta go get him to Sir Carl, who's the, his gay lover. He's like, You can't you can't have the king consort looking weak wandering off into the ocean <laughs> so and yeah he's that like, was interesting. yeah and I, I didn't get that at first i was like what's the big deal but i guess yeah that makes sense yeah and he's of course really being a child storming off um mm-hmm. but of course renera doesn't give a crap she's like oh, i don't know where lanor is they literally <laughs> ask her later where's lanor i don't know <laughs> like she was off having sex with him, with david <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, the things that happen at family gatherings. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So we didn't really cover this, but in the last episode, so the kids are kind of, you know, they're a little grown up. They're probably, you know, middle school age. And Amond, the younger brother of Aegon, is the one that gets picked on by his own brother and his nephews. Everyone's picking on Aemon, and he's the only one who doesn't have a dragon yet. And so all he wants to do is get a dragon. And he is so desperate. He keeps going down into the dragon pits and almost getting burned alive by dragons. Because he's like, I just I just want a dragon. And he's so sick of his brother being an idiot and his stupid little nephews. He's like, I just want a freaking dragon so I can show him all my worth and how freaking awesome I am. And so this episode, man, Amond really shows everybody his true worth. Uh, Prince Amond claims Vagar as his dragon. That doesn't even sum up what happened. He literally knew that he was either going to come out with a dragon or die. There is, there is no running away from a freaking dragon, especially that dragon. And he is so confident for such a little guy with such a huge dragon. Yeah. I was, I was like, I, I actually like this kid <laughs> like pretty. That kid has balls. He has balls, no eyes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but nope. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're not going to kill me. You're my bitch. Now. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting on top of you and I'm going to fly. 
and he literally almost falls off he's like a ragdoll on top of this huge dragon and i thought that was kind of interesting like maybe the dragon was testing him like testing his limits like can you if you can actually fly with me then i will then i'm then i'm down for this but otherwise i'm gonna kill you <laughs> and uh yeah that was that was pretty great um very big turning point for his character um so he claims the dragon and he comes back he's like heck yeah he's got a swagger and he is uh um basically confronted by his cousins and his nephews his cousins being um damon's two daughters and renera's two sons his nephews and he's like, shut up, you little idiots. Dragon's mine. And of course, the dragon was supposed to go to Damon, one of Damon's daughters, I think his older is Bela, I think her name was. Bela, yeah. But of course, he's like, you waited too long. And once a dragon is claimed, the dragon is loyal. And it, you can't undo that unless the person dies. And so he's like, you was too slow. And so this pisses them all off. Of course, they're all like, we'll skiing up on little Aemond. What a twerp. Yeah. Targaryen style with knives. and Yeah, but the coolest part of this was Aemond literally beats them all up. <laughs> literally yeah. holds his own against four other people. Uh, mm-hmm. Granted, he's the oldest, but what that was, yeah crazy this kid looks like a twerp but he he holds his own pretty well which is probably thanks to sir Kristen teaching him but um yeah yeah and then it ultimately ends in uh lucerus slashing aemon's eye with a knife yeah One, that was so, pretty, yeah it's pretty sick how the how the video uh, yeah how they got him but literally hundred times better fight scene between children than any fight scene in rings of power. <laughs> gosh. Gosh. Yeah. Galadriel's like, Oh my gosh. Down the side of a horse and like, <laughs> yeah. Magically hits them and they explode. Cause that's how that works. Yeah. I thought you had to stab turn and gut. Yeah. It's elf power. Oh my gosh. She elf power. I can't wait to do the review for Rings Powers. It's going to destroy it. <laughs> so, yeah, Aemond is is epic. Literally doesn't even bat an eye. <laughs> Loses an eye, doesn't bat the other eye. Yeah. So, wanting retribution. Okay. Family drama session. Everyone's pissed. Um Wanting retribution, Queen Allison lunges at Lucerus with Viserys's Valerian steel dagger, the very dagger that Arya Stark kills the knight, uh, the knight, the, the knight? knight king. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought I recognized that, but I just yeah. I couldn't place it. But yeah. It's the, the Game of Thrones dagger. It's like the one ring. <laughs> yeah. um, to gouge at his eye, Rhaenyra. Yeah, okay, so this doesn't even get into 
there is a whole argument. And oh my gosh, this is so well done because so Eamon, like what was the what was the reason of this? Basically, Eamon somebody brought up that her children are bastards. Renera's children are bastards, and she's like furious. And and Viserys is pissed. He says, Boy, you better tell me right now who told you this lie. And he's just looking at his mom like, mm. but he's loyal to Allison and Allison is freaking out. She is pooping her pants. He says, whoever. No. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So she, so he's like, you better answer me right now, boy. And of course he hates his brother. So he throws his brother under the bus. It's Aegon. Let Aegon deal with this. Aegon has the best possible answer. He says, nobody needed to tell me. Yeah. It's obvious. Everybody knows. Like just spitting the honest truth and Viserys. Oh my gosh. Just the <gasps> in the room after that. Like, yep. There's an air of awkwardness now. And Viserys is like, anybody who, who says that whoever makes this accusation again, I will cut their tongue out huh. and I mean, uh did he say that? i missed that I, yeah. I forgot about that that's, that's what he said he said you will lose your tongue huh. and um yeah so ranera or allison is pissed she said one of their nephew one of her, my nephews or uh sorry one of ranera's sons you know i need payback for my son's eye and he's like no, I will not allow that. And she's like, Sir Kristen, you better do this for me. You are my, you're my guard. And you can see the Lord Commander is like, if you make a move, I will cut you down. Hmm. And Sir Kristen, actually, as much as I hate him, he had a very good response. Sure. Yeah. He said, um, what did he say? If you were being uh, crap, what did he say? He said, if you're being it's attacked. Yeah, like I'm your protector or something. Yeah, as your protector. He's not her hired hand. Yeah. So, uh, like, I was actually pretty impressed with his answer. He had a good answer. But I think he only said that because he knew the Lord Commander would have cut his head off if Mm -hmm. he dared disobey the king's order. Or even the fact that he would try to touch a prince, hurt a prince. Yeah. That's treason. Um. And the king's orders are obviously above everyone else's. So, yeah, the tension right there between Alicent, Viserys, the Lord Commander, and Kristen was very well done. Uh, and, of course, Alicent's like, fine, I'll take this in my own hands. Grabs the knife, tries to attack. Rhaenyra gets in the way. Sir Kristen is trying to intervene, and Damon's like, no. You're not going near them. Let the, let them figure it out themselves. Maybe he was just also trying to defend Rhaenyra from getting her or even Rhaenyra's children. Um, but he finally intervenes in the scene. He hasn't done anything yet. Um, and of course, Allison cuts her arm. And it's yeah. like, <gasps> what? And this is kind of where Allison is like, I've gone too far. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Were you going to say something? Nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This scene was very, very well done. Um, yeah. Okay. So after claims that Renera's children are bastards, Viserys decrees anyone questioning the legitimacy will be silenced by cutting their tongue out. Um, and yeah, I love Eamon's response. He's like, mother, it's okay. Literally has a bleeding eye. And I, earlier she was like, will his eye be saved? Are you kidding me, woman? <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I was like, oh my gosh. But Put it his, ice. maybe it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. His response is so calm and collected. He's like, it's okay, mother. I may have lost an eye, but I gained a dragon. Not only a dragon, he gained the best dragon possible. And yeah. almost like I'm proving my worth on team green because we have this dragon. Now we have an advantage over team black because we have this dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very impressive for a child. <laughs> yeah. That's when you kind of know, like, okay, this, this kid is going to be yeah something bigger in the grand scheme of all this. Right. You don't want to mess with him. Yeah, that was yeah, it was very well done. Um so yeah, he's 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 come into himself as an adult. He is not to be messed with. Um and Hand of the King out of High Tower later tells Allison they will prevail. He says he's proud, even though she's like ashamed of what she did, he's like, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Um, while while and Damon unite against Allison and support her supporters to continue the true Valarian lineage, Prince Renice urges that Lord Corliss pass his title through her their granddaughter Bela, Damon's firstborn daughter, claiming Lenor did not sire Rhaenyra's children. She's saying they are bastards. Yeah, and. How do you say they're bastards without saying they are bastards? (laughs) And he has, again, the script writing is so good in the show. He, the, the, like the one-liners in the show are so good. He says the best thing he says, history will not remember blood. It remembers names Mm -hmm. and walks away, like drop the mic. He even is like, yeah, I know, but you know how much inbreeding and, or, or like, this has been happening for years. Our blood is not pure anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it is all just your name. That is all the history books will remember is their name. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. He's like, it doesn't matter. I know they're bastards, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And I think that was kind of a turning point too for Renice, where she was like starting to get that, which we'll get into mm-hmm. in episode eight here, but. Um, yeah, so didn't continue, yeah, claiming okay, so Sir Carl, which is Lanor's lover, appears to murder Lanor with Rhaenyra's and Corlys, believing a charred body is their sons. So, yeah, um, this is where what I was kind of talking about earlier. They're like, maybe we should get married, Damon and Rhaenyra, like, we should get married, it would strengthen our house we love each other anyways, but they're like, yeah, but there's Damon's like, yeah, but there's the one problem. There's Lenor. You have a there's husband. 
It's just gay guy that's uh, stopping us from having yeah. a heterosexual relationship. <laughs> Here's a problem. You have a husband. And she's like, yeah, true. That is a problem. <laughs> but he's useless. <laughs> she straight up says, yeah, but he's useless. Yeah. And and previously in a scene before this, Lenore is like, I'm so sorry for being absent. I, I will be there. I will raise these children as my own. I will be a good father. And she's like, hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, how about option B? Yeah, how about option B? And so, yeah, you feel at first bad. But of course, Damon is like, I will, to Sir Carl, he's like, I will kill you unless you do this. So he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, Either you die right now or you fake Lenore's death and go off to Driftmark. Yeah. Or or flee Driftmark, I mean. Sorry, go to uh, yeah, Esso, yeah. Essos. Or Pentos, I forget where. Um, and so here's... I, I don't... I think it was all Damon's idea. I don't mm-hmm. believe... I think Rhaenyra thinks that knows that he was going to die but i don't think she knows the plan that he was actually going to live interesting so just because she kind of let damon yeah she wasn't involved at all damon kind of just did it on his own so i think the the fewer people that knew about it the better and so maybe damon knew it was that she should know about it because yeah again less is better so yeah yep. i don't um yeah so basically lanor and sir carl have a fake fight and then they throw somebody's body into the <laughs> no, who was that <laughs> who knows some some peasant <laughs> that doesn't matter oh gosh um and of course poor Ren- princess renice is like i just lost both of my children to fire in the last yeah um really rough yeah, that's rough so yeah, that's too bad for her. Um, but she's of course now pissed uh at the Targaryens. And um if she had any doubts about Rhaenyra's children inheriting Driftmark, now she's like, Yeah, nah, I hate Rhaenyra. She had obviously had part of you know, wanted to kill Lenor because of Damon. Yeah. So meanwhile, Damon and Rhaenyra privately marry in the old Valerian dragon Lord tradition to perpetrate or perpetrate. Yeah. Per, per, I don't know how to say that the pure Targaryen bloodline uh, after faking his perpetuate. death. Yes. Perpetuate. You're right. Yeah. After faking his death, Lenor secretly flees Driftmark with Sir Carl. So the <laughs> Lenor got the only good happy ending in game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Damon and Rhaenyra are officially married while their children watch. And I can't imagine what's going through any of those four children's mind because the two boys just lost their real father. Well, both their fathers, (laughs) the one that was, they, they weren't sure if he was actually their father or not. And Sir Lenor, they think is dead. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the two daughters, Bela and uh, I forget what the other one's name, Rhea or something. Uh, Reina. Reina just lost their mother. And so they, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of selfish. Like Damon and, and Rhaenyra do not give a crap. 
that that their spouses died they're like eh, but we love each other and their kids are so quick to i know it's like as obvious as her kids being bastards right yeah you feel really bad for those kids um i have a feeling some of them are gonna die <laughs> yeah i mean i think jace is probably gonna die or yeah. the younger son, because the younger one was Luke, Luke Harris, Luke. Yeah, Luceris, yeah. Luceris. He was the one that cut out Eamon's eye. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, episode seven, probably my favorite episode. Really, really, really well done. Um, the funeral scene was amazing. Eamon's introduction was so good. Uh, Lenor's death, everything was great. Um, so, all right, episode eight. This was the most uh, recent episode, Lord of the Tides. And so, yeah, in Game of Thrones, episode eight is usually like a big defining episode, and episode nine is usually like the big finale type episode. And episode 10 is kind of like the epilogue. Hmm. Um, so, this is just kind of setting up the big episode episode, which is uh, next week. Um, and you actually know what the name of the two episodes are. Episode nine is called the green council. Huh. House, the team green. And then episode 10, the black queen. Really? So Rhaenyra is probably going to become queen then, if not okay. for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Queen um, for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, maybe she won't die in this season. Maybe it'll be a later season. I don't know. I've never read the book. I'm avoiding all spoilers. So, yeah, I don't know anything about it. So we'll see. Um, okay, so let's just get into episode eight here. Um, six years on, so another big time jump. Uh, Corlys Valerian, Lord of the Driftmark, is severely wounded fighting in the Stepstones, um, and nobody knows where he's at. Um, He's not dead, though. I think that he was on a boat uh, somewhere, but yeah. probably next episode we'll see him again. But he is not present. Um, so his brother, Sir Vaymond, petitions um, King's Landing to name him as Corliss's heir, uh, proclaiming Rhaenyra's son, Lucerus, illegitimate. Yeah, so this is kind of where some politics come in. Um, he is arguing with Renice, and Renice just doesn't really know what to do. She's pissed off at everybody. She doesn't really like her brother-in-law. She doesn't like Rhaenyra because um, she thinks Rhaenyra killed her son, and she thinks that Rhaenyra's sons are illegitimate. So she's got quite the dilemma, and of course she has to make the decision because her husband. Corliss is not around. Yeah. She has her granddaughters. That's pretty much it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and um, yeah, Reyna is with her um, as her ward, I guess. Is it Reyna or Bela? Reyna. Okay. It's the younger huh. one. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So. <sighs> Rhaenyra and Damon return to the capital to defend Lucerus's claim. So there's just going to be this big council. Um, but the problem is Viserys is out of 
commission. <laughs> he is bedridden, full on Gollum now, and uh, yeah, Otto is king basically, and uh, he is running the show. Him and Allison are running the show, but it really it's just him running the show. Yeah. Um, he kind of puts her down a lot, and yeah, so. They come to King's Landing. They're like, okay, we need to fight this because there's going to be an issue and Viserys is not going to be able to help. And so Damon's like, yeah, we should go to King's Landing. Of course, also at this point, Damon and Rhaenyra have had two kids. And uh, they named them Aegon. (laughs) And of course, Viserys. Uh, and then she's got a third one on the way. Uh, so they return and they find King Viserys is bedridden, disfigured, and mentally muddled. And this was actually really interesting because you would expect him to be like totally incoherent. Um, but he actually still can it can think, like can talk. Um, and so, um, yeah, they're like, we want you to meet our sons. And he's like Viserys, a, a name fit for a king, um, which was really nice little little thing. Um, and you can see at this point, Damon is just like he feels so bad. He's like, "Oh man, <laughs> my brother is just totally gone at this point." And of course, Renera, yeah, like I was saying earlier, Renera is just like, "Father, you need to help me." And he said, "Okay." Like he's listening. He was actually listening, like, which was really interesting. Um, and and Damon, of course, goes right to business. He's like, look, there's there's a war in the steps. And he's like, I thought that was we we finished that war years ago. He said, This is a different one. Sounded like Joe Biden, like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's just just has nothing left. And and Damon's like, I don't I don't want to believe that this is my brother. And goes right to business. Um, of course, Queen Alicent comes into the room, and Damon's all smug in the chair. They're like, "Oh hi," <laughs> and uh, she's like, "We're running, or we're uh, you know, we do the king's bidding." And he said, and Damon says. <laughs> What with his mumbles and grunts, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, uh, he is not having it. He's he's so straight to the point. He's like, you can't BS me. I know what's going on here. Yeah. Um, and Allison, of course, denies it. I thought a really cool detail throughout this whole show was Viserys's little hobby of building oh, yeah. a little, uh, um. Yeah, like the what would you call it? miniature miniature? Oh yeah, King's yeah, yeah. Landing, and just the, the progression of it. And at this point, it's finished, but there's cobwebs everywhere. Yeah, kind of a little like Easter egg of what's what's going on with him. It's like his hair, right? Like <laughs> cobwebs. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a really cool little detail. They didn't need to show that, but they did. You know? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, yeah. So 
Queen Alicent and Sir Otto Hightower now oversee all royal business. Alicent covers up Prince Aegon raping a handmaiden. Yeah, that happened. Um, oh, gosh. And Rhaenyra proposes two marriage arrangements to Princess Rhaenys' support. It basically says she's desperate. She says, my father can't help me anymore. Please help me. I will marry your grandchildren. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, yeah, interesting proposal, but probably not. I don't like you. Yeah. So she, so Rhaenyra is desperate. Um, she implores Viserys to defend her succession, quoting Aegon the Conqueror's dream about the prince that was promised, which was the song of ice and fire. Um, as Sir Vayman's petition is presented at court, Oh, yeah. And I love that Otto is just like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. He's sitting on the Iron Throne like, this is where I belong. For a wee bit of time. Yeah. And Rhaenyra's like, crap. (laughs) Until Viserys barely (laughs) mobile enters the throne room and declares Okay, yeah. So he enters the throne room. And it's just like... lady got away from us. (laughs) Yeah. I I love this moment. It was like... I got chills. Like, it was like the moment when Alicent walks in with the the green dress, but it's Mm -hmm. flipped. So it's like, now we're doing it to you. And Viserys just, I'm walking in. I'm the king here. Don't you forget it. Um, and you can just see Sir Otto is like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and uh, Rhaenyra, of course, is relieved. But I, just, I love the fact that he doesn't necessarily save her. Yeah. He says, Renice, this is Renice's choice. There should not be a debate. There, this is Renice's choice. Um. And uh, just my favorite moment when he drops his crown and Damon is like, I got a little teary eyed actually. Damon's like, picks it up. He's like, I'm going to help you up. Like, I'm here for you. I I have loved you this entire time. I want you to be strong. Sits him down and just sets the crown on his head. uh, That moment was perfect. Kind of completes Damon's character, like brings it full circle. Yeah. round character yeah um that was amazing like it just makes you love that he is yeah. a good guy he's a good guy yeah granted he's just now he's gotten everything he's wanted um but he really does care about his brother um so that was a nice moment and then <laughs> renice is like yeah um I'm going to go with Lucerus. <laughs> Lucerus will be. And so they're like, yeah. And then of course, Vayman's pissed. And he said, you can't do this, which is actually kind of interesting because Vayman, he's like, he makes a good point where he says the Targaryen, the, the Valerian Valarians are just like the Targaryens who came here from the same land. And now you're trying to tell us how to rule our own house. Like, we are different from everyone else, other, every other family in Westeros. Um, and he's it's like, 
it's a smart ploy because it's like the Targaryens, you know, they're, they, sh- they're showing that they are more powerful. Right. Even, even though, though it was, it wasn't really their choice, but even though realistically the Valarians are more powerful because they have more dragons and they have the biggest fleet. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he's pissed, but he's like, it's like Stannis, you know, he's like, like, okay, just shut up. Sit down. Nobody cares. You sure you probably have the right to you, you do have yeah. you are the rightful heir, but we don't care. He is he is trying to seek probably true justice, but nobody right. wants that kind of justice. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, such a good another good Damon moment. He's like, yeah. he's like, there, but he doesn't say it. he's like, say it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Just say it because he knows he knows exactly what's going to happen if he says it. He smiles, just dares people to, to challenge him Cross and then they regret it. And he's like, they're bastards. The screams at the top of his lungs is yeah. uh, and, and so, uh, yep. Another big gasp moment. And Viserys <laughs> is like, what did you say? Viserys is man. This guy, again, the will of man he's just he's a legend gonna get up take his knife out and cut the guy's tongue off because he said next person who says this i will cut their tongue off but damon beats him to it <laughs> literally chops his head off <laughs> but he leaves the tongue <laughs> so great oh he could keep it he tongue. could keep his tongue <laughs> So fantastic. Oh my gosh, that made this episode. You can see the entire long. Yeah, tongue. the tongue just sticks out perfectly cut. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. Sheesh. He can keep his tongue. What a legend. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was probably the best scene in the show. Yeah, I Overall. would say so so good um okay yeah so so laceris is the driftmark heir when an enraged Vaman denounces renera as a whore and her children bastards damon beheads him <laughs> during uh during a feast okay yeah this scene was also very good though yeah during a feast the family appears to mend their differences so viserys is like we gotta i want to have supper together. <laughs> it's like, I, I just want things to be right. Super mm-hmm. awkward tension. And Viserys gets carried in, gives a toast, and then everyone starts giving toast. It's like, oh, how nice. The adults are making amends. We finally think Allison and Rhaenyra are going to be friends. The kids ruin it. And then the kids got to ruin everything. <laughs> okay. So there's, there's so many things that happened here. So Aegon's a little, little idiot, a little turd. He's of course just egging people on like Aegon, you know, Aegon. Yeah. He's trying to make Jace lose his temper. Of course, Jace is like, I'm going to hold my temper. And I love so Aegon's married to his sister and she's yeah. like they ignore you mostly and Jace <laughs> like an honorable man is like alright 
I'm going to dance with you then just to push it in his face. Yeah. Of course, Aegon doesn't actually care, but yeah, he's not really a threat. He's just, yeah. An egg. (laughs) And then, oh my gosh. Amen. Uh, He just stands up. He's just sitting there kind of eyeing everybody with his one eye, you know, he's got that look. And then he just stands up and he says, I'd like to make a toast. My nephews. Yeah. Wise. Something else. Pause. Like, oh no, don't do it. Strong. (laughs) Uh, That's where all hell broke loose. Yeah, I thought someone was going to die there. Yeah. Eamon loves to stir the pot. I also forgot to mention earlier in this episode. So this is the first episode we see adult Eamon. And yeah, he's a really great actor they picked. Uh, And I just love the scene where the two, where Luke or uh, Jason Luceris are going to the um, training yard, right? And they don't think they're really being noticed by anybody. They're kind of standing in the back. And Eamon, without even looking at them, says, hello, nephews. (laughs) He knew that entire time they were there. Like, with this this kid. He beats Sir Kristen with one eye, with a real sword, not a training wooden sword, and knows that they are there without even looking like yeah this kid you don't want to mess with them yeah and sir christmas cole had a morning star right that was another interesting that happened this episode now that the king is gone that's the thing the targaryens they don't worship any gods so that's their low their uh their house um what do you call it house uh signet symbol or, Sil- yeah. uh signet or right yeah yeah. yeah they have that everywhere but of course it was all those were replaced with the seven star thingy <laughs> from the seven yeah. gods um yeah so it's already kind of steering away from the targaryen way um yeah Amond, that was that was very well done he's just like strong <laughs> and yeah so Viserys is like needs to leave. He's not doing well. Um, so he leaves. Aemond makes a veiled insult against Rhaenyra's three eldest sons, inciting a fight. And Damon just stares him down. And you know, right at that moment, they uh, there's going to be a rivalry between these two. And yeah. uh, Aemond's staring right back at him, and Damon's just smiles in Damon fashion. So yeah, I'm ready for whatever happens with those two. Um, uh, it's gonna be. I just hope they do Damon Justin justice and yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, okay. So and then Viserys near death mutters parts of Aegon the Conqueror's dream, which Allison believes refers to their son Aegon. So he thinks he's talking to Rhaenyra. Allison is giving him milk of the poppy, and um. Of course, she thinks that he's referring to her son Aegon, which I'm not sure. Maybe yeah, she's just you... trying to twist his words a little bit. Yeah. Plus, um, I mean, it's be her word against what was already established. So I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah. 
And then the episode ends. Allison's lady in waiting, Taylor, is secretly providing Damon's former mistress, Mazera, with information. Not sure what that's about. Um, maybe she's an inside spy for Damon still. I'm not sure. Maybe. I think but, she's uh, kind of Damon, but yeah, I well, for sure. But yeah, I don't really we don't really know her intentions. And um uh yeah, so they're heading back to Dragonstone, of course, at the very worst time because now Viserys is dead. Uh, she says she's going to go bring her children to Dragonstone and then she'll be back. Um, and so they leave on good terms, but of course, they're not going to come back on good terms. <laughs> and Allison's like, yeah, um, I'm going to twist these words. Poor Viserys. He thinks he's he thinks everything's all right now. He he knew he died knowing that his family was finally, um, you know, connected and yeah, now all hell's broken loose because of one thing he had to say to Allison. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Um, and yeah, that was episodes one through eight, uh, Oof. a lot, very great. Uh, the drama and politics make this show really good. You don't even really need that much action. It's just so good. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of the center, I think, of, of this show versus Game of Thrones. It's just very so much politics. Like there was a lot of politics in Game of Thrones because I mean, yeah, kind of in the name, Game of Thrones. But right. But yep. man, this show. Yeah. So very excited for the next two episodes. Um, we'll see who ends up on top. But um, yeah, characters, uh, casting, everything's great. Um, it's very well done. So yeah, yeah. Uh, alrighty. Uh, so we will have another episode soon on the last two episodes review. Um, we'll kind of do a wrap up one and just tie everything together. Uh, go follow us on Instagram talking at talking underscore nerds uh we also have facebook talking nerds go follow us there um and listen to us on spotify apple podcasts anywhere else you listen to podcasts share like and uh rating yeah give us some ratings download all the things and tell your friends appreciate yeah. you guys listening all right We'll see you guys next time. We'll uh, be doing a review on <laughs> Rings of Power. So looking forward to that. All right. Uh, take care, everybody. See ya.